0: Shabbos, shir number 59. On Shabbos, we're in the king's house, so to speak. And this calls for a different type of behavior. Once, Roshiman Pinkus Pincus visited one of his teachers, one of his rebeim, Rav Yosef Liss, and he was standing and talking to him next to the fence around his yard. He fiddled with the gate, and as they spoke, unconsciously, he pushed it open and closed. The Rav asked him, what are you doing? Nothing, he replied not quite getting the point. What are you doing? You're doing something. Again, he said, nothing. After the third time he asked what I was doing, I suddenly noticed my hands opening and closing a gate. He said to me, you know, something like that would never happen to him. My hands wouldn't move on Shabbos without my knowledge of exactly what they were doing. You know why? Because this rabbi had a father who was a kotzka chassid, He was a great man. I remember that every hour of Shabbos at noon, his hands started to tremble. They wouldn't stop until Shabbos was over. When we visited him on Shabbos, he would look at our hands the whole time. Where are your hands? Where are your hands? He trained us in the important behavior that on Shabbos, a person should always be conscious of what his hands are doing. And another amazing story cited this time in a sefer called Sefer Hadoros teaches us the significance of what a person does with his hands. There was once a great man named Rabbi Bustanai, who was a descendant of King David himself. While still a lad, he became renowned for his wisdom and Torah knowledge. The king was interested in seeing this wonder child and asked him to come to the royal court. The king and advisers were impressed with the lad, who stood there before them until nightfall, without turning his head even slightly or lifting his foot. After a while, a fly began buzzing round and settled on the lad's forehead. He didn't bat an eyelash. The fly started to bite him and draw blood. He didn't raise his hand to brush it away. The king found it strange. Why don't you brush away the fly? The lad answered, We have a very important tradition in our family, that when in the presence of the king, one doesn't lift a hand or a foot without the king's permission. The king was delighted with the lad's answer. He it him great honour and made the fly that family's insignia. That if only, is what Shabbos Kodesh is like. Someone who's learned the laws of Shabbos well, especially the laws of Moksa, knows that on Shabbos it's almost impossible to lift a hand or a foot without the permission of our great king. If a person has picked up his hand and is not aware of what he's doing, he's likely to, to break Shabbos because he's in the presence of the king. Being careful about what we do on Shabbos actually gives us an opportunity to make a kiddush Hashem, to sanctify Hashem's name. The Rambam Maimonides tells us that one way to fulfill the mitzvah of kiddush Hashem is by doing a mitzvah or refraining from doing something wrong for the reason only that Hashem has said so. person does a mitzvah for the name of Hashem, not because of any considerations, actually fulfilled two mitzvahs. The immediate mitzvah he has done, plus the great mitzvah of sanctifying Hashem. Let's say on Shabbos morning, the husband is in shul davening, the children are playing in the garden, and the wife is at home, and something spills on the floor. She looks around for something to wipe up the spill and sees a roll of paper towels. But on Shabbos, you can't tear that piece of paper. No one is watching. She would start searching for an old towel to soak up the spill. By the time she'd get back, it would have spread all over the whole kitchen. But she knows that Hashem is watching, and Zachar is doing my Remember, it's Shabbos. So she stays away from the paper towels. This woman, besides keeping Shabbos, has done a kiddush Hashem. She sanctified God's name by demonstrating the correct respect and love for the rules that Hashem sets for us. Essentially, this part, the, doing this brings Hashem into the privacy of our own selves. We're living with Hashem. When we say a bracha, baruch atah, we have to realise we are talking to Hashem. And the special time to develop this level of emunah, this type of relationship, is on Shabbos. Whatever we do in preparation for Shabbos, let's not just do it to make our husbands happy, our wives happy, the children happy, and the guests happy. Let's go to the next level. Do it to bring honour to Hashem. Have a lovely day.